Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good morning, everybody. It's 10.08 WTIC News Talk 1080, Will Marotti Show. Your host, Will Marotti. Matt Sorice is at the Master Control Panel. The last several days, we've talked about this case out of Tennessee, this uh, former nurse, Redonda Vaught, who um, uh, admittedly made a, a mistake, administered a wrong medication, um, patient died, and um, in what I think is a rare case, uh, not only facing uh, malpractice lawsuit, but also criminal pers- prosecution, and she's been convicted. Could face up to three years in prison. A lot of opinion on it, and um, well, you know, we like to we like to talk to folks who know a little bit more than we do about it. So we have uh, asked, and and he has accepted our invitation. Dr. David Emmel is an ophthalmologist. He's got an office in Weathersfield. He practices out of Hartford Hospital. He's also the chair, the legislative chair of the Connecticut State. Medical Society. Dr. Emil, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to, to talk about some of the issues that impact us, you know, with regard to, uh, to malpractice. Uh, the, uh, the specific case you're talking about, of course, involves a nurse and is very unique in so many ways. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, re- I'm really not as prepared to speak about that, except I think I would call attention to the fact that there were n- numerous opportunities for her to double check what she was doing and she overrode them and I think that played a significant role in the outcome of that particular case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, hey, let me ask you a, just a general question then. I, I, I'm wondering, and this has come up in our conversation the last two days about this case, uh, is, is there a larger, greater problem, uh, uh, structural problem within hospitals and healthcare in general that there, there just doesn't seem to be enough enough nurses, maybe enough doctors. Uh, uh, clearly, in COVID, you know, we know the you know hospitals were overrun, but this happened pre-COVID. This was 2017. 
is, is this more more of a regular problem than people would suspect that nurses are, are frequently overloaded with patient care and not necessarily able to spend the time or or you know normalizing these deviations as far as overriding protocols is this happening more often do you suppose well, I, you know, I, I I think that's a better question to put to somebody in one of the hospitals. Um, okay. I can tell you that the physicians and healthcare um, uh, uh, providers in general have been under enormous stress during COVID-19. Um, we lost a number of our colleagues who just said, um, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, and um, basically retired. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, COVID-19 was the final straw. And there's... Uh, uh, enormous stress um, in Connecticut uh, because of uh, other issues, uh, regulatory issues, insurance issues. One of our big issues in the state medical society is uh, retaining and recruiting the physicians we train in Connecticut. Um, for example, we're only able to keep 80%, uh, 20% of the mm-hmm. um, physicians we train in our medical schools here. And we lose a similar number of the residents who train through excellent programs that we have in Connecticut. We train some of the best physicians in the world here, sure. but we have a brain drain. They leave and we can't, mm-hmm. and it's hard for us to attract them back. Um, and that has to do with uh, things like the high cost of living in Connecticut taxes. But um, a significant part of it is uh, the malpractice uh, environment in Connecticut, which is uh, particularly uh, poor relative to other states. We're, mm-hmm. we're invariably ranked at the bottom of the list um, when uh, studies are, are uh, undertaken to, you know, uh, quantify and qualify which states are the best to practice in, and a big part of that is malpractice. Well, you know, and, it, and it's kind of uh, ironic. We've got some excellent medical schools here in Connecticut, and and to think that we 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 train these folks and we lose them, it's just uh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I mean, I, 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 I don't have a number. I don't have a percentage, but I'm going to guess. I mean, Connecticut's got the fourth highest move-out rate in the country, and, and people usually identify, you know, things like cost of living taxes, so on and so forth. And I guess that it, that impacts physicians and nurses and everyone else. Uh, in yeah, and particularly, well. you know, for, like I said, retaining and recruiting uh, the physician practices. Um, usually, if we can get somebody to come to Connecticut, it's either because they, uh, almost always, because they have some sort of Connecticut roots, uh, whether it's uh, their own or their spouses that brings them back. But mm-hmm. uh, we're we're losing the best uh, providers in yeah. all those categories uh, because they find better opportunities in other states. Sure, I lost my primary care doctor, the best doctor I ever had. Love him. And he left. He left Connecticut and is practicing somewhere else in the country. And it's just it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking that you have these people that you trust, and and then uh, you know no no fault of their own, but they end up giving really. Let me ask you another general question about this case because this is the thing we've really been focusing on the last couple of days. I, I don't. In terms of recollection, I, I think it's rare. I think it's rare that these these ki- kinds of cases become criminal cases, and. Uh, while the prosecutors in Tennessee are saying, well, don't worry, this doesn't set a precedent, I don't know how it couldn't. Uh, and and there's, there, there too lies potentially a struggle of getting folks to become uh, nurses or doctors if they start thinking, well, maybe if I'm going to be sent to jail for making a mistake, I'll go be an engineer. I mean, what's the, what's the ramification of something like this, doctor, where, you know, it, it, people are actually facing jail time for... We know mistakes are made all the time. People are human. They make mistakes, whether they're doctors or nurses. But is this going to have a negative impact on, again, recruiting and forget retention, recruiting and get them in the door in the first place? 
Pastor Will, you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, absolutely. Um, you know, people don't go into um, health care um, with a cavalier attitude. Uh, we, we, we take it very seriously. Um, physicians tend to, most of us, be kind of type A personalities. We're very much perfectionists, and uh, you don't sacrifice 10 to 12 years of your, uh, the best years of your life to go into medicine training through medical school and residency to uh, um, not help people. If, if You have to have a mindset that where that is really an important part of who you are. And mm-hmm. it's um, extremely stressful and hard for all of us when we do make mistakes. We sure. are human. We sometimes make mistakes even when we're trying our hardest. Mm-hmm. And um, the threat of um, criminal prosecution um, is not insignificant. And um, it, it may be easy for um, a, a prosecuting attorney someplace to say, oh, this won't set precedent. But um, invariably, these sorts of things have a way of uh, backfiring. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit more about the Connecticut State Medical Society. I have to be very frank. I've never heard of it before. Uh, so what, oh what, what, what's I the purpose of the what – do what do you guys do? <laughs> well, we represent – um, our physicians and their ability to take care of our patients. Mm-hmm. So our foremost uh, priority is um, working um, on anything that will help us take care of patients, deliver better health care. Mm-hmm. And part of that role is working at both the state capitol and sometimes even in Washington to influence legislation that uh, would help us do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the issues, for example, we're working on right now is uh, – uh, well, we, we have a bill uh, that we've been pushing for for a long time that would improve our opportunities to attract and retain physicians uh, by offering um, opportunities to uh, pay back some of the enormous student debt that medical mm, students acquire, mm. sometimes up to uh, a half a million dollars oh, sure. to, to get through medical school. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. would be a, a huge plus. That bill also um, calls for a task force on malpractice, which we've been strongly pushing for for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a task force about 10 years ago that made recommendations, only uh, one or two of which were followed up on, and we're way overdue for um, a, a fresh look at malpractice and how we can you know, bring a better quality to it uh, so that um, injuries are addressed at, at, at all levels, not mm-hmm. just the highest level. And um, and uh, so that, you know, there is a system where injured patients can be compensated, but doctors protected. And there are ways of doing that. And we think it's well worth exploring a better um, approach to solving these uh, sure. injury issues. Sure. Well, um, you know, and, and I don't know. Um, I don't know that I'm, one of the things that I'm frustrated about this case is the fact that the nurse seems to be taking the full brunt of the responsibility here. And um, I'm wondering, you know, why, why isn't the hospital called into question? Why, why is it that um, there seemed to be no accountability? There was no, you know, she overrode a number of protocols. How come that wasn't found out by anyone? Why, why is this just going on and there's no, there's no check and balance system? And then when it comes down to it, the patient dies. It's horrible. It's sad. It's tragic. But the nurse is the only one held responsible. And then the nurse now might go to jail. Why? Why? I mean, I know it's a big deal. It's Vanderbilt. I understand that. But why isn't there more um, across the board? Why isn't there more accountability within the hospitals? Uh, I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I share with you the concern. I, I can't speak for the hospitals. Um, you know, my, my, 
my focus is on physicians, and, yeah. and certainly, you know, we do everything we can um, to uh, encourage, you know, the best possible care and and emphasize safety to the utmost. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my um, other positions is the medical director of an outpatient surgery center, okay. and um, we have a, a very strong quality initiative um, and we're uh, constantly talking to our members about um, the, the various steps that are important to avoid making mistakes. Sure. Uh, you know, um, we put in a lot of checks and balances, and we we constantly remind people that these steps are critical. And even though it's tedious um, to to perform them be, because they're they're frequently in multiples. It's critical to do it every time, like it's a brand new, and it, it's important. Mm. Um, I, I, one other thing I would say, I, and again, not in just a generalized sense, um, do you think, I mean, do you feel this is justified, that, that there should be criminal charges against this, this former nurse? I mean, I can see losing the license. All right, fine. You, the person died. You overrode protocols. You gave the wrong medicine. The person died. Okay, lose the license. Uh, all right, it's, that's a big deal, but I see it. But jail time? Do, do you think that, that that's at all warranted here? You know, I, 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 I wasn't prepared to answer that question. Okay. Pastor Will, I, I'm, I'm, I confess I'm not as familiar with that case. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just got a, a snippets of it. Um, okay. So, so I, I don't have enough time to listen to your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate taking the time out. It's a pleasure to meet you. And uh, sometimes I'll talk to you about my, my optical migraines. Maybe you can help me with that. <laughs> I'd be glad to talk to you about your optical migraines. Uh, Anyhow, Dr. the State Medical Association is a great organization. Yeah. We, we really promote the best possible health care, and mm-hmm. we're happy to work with anyone who will uh, give us the opportunity. Great. Dr. David Emmel is a ophthalmologist. He practices in Wethersfield. He works at Harvard Hospital and is the uh, legislative chair for the Connecticut um, uh, Medical um, Connecticut State Medical Society. Hey, thank you so much. It's a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Phone lines will be open, 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Talk about anything you like or things we've already covered. We'll be right back. Stay with us. We'll be right back in two minutes. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.